0: First and foremost, I want to welcome you to the show. We have a very special guest here tonight, Yellow Pain. He's a very important voice in this hip hop community, hip hop world that we have here in entertainment. He is live on Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Mad Max Radio Live, Three Hundred and Sixty Five iHeart Radio, YouTube. What's going on, Yellow Pain?
1: Oh no, it's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How's your night going,
1: man? It's going amazing. I can't complain. Chilling, yeah. Mm-hmm
0: throughout all this madness in the world of course with the pandemic still going on here but you made a difference in a lot of people's lives Of telling people to get out there and go vote because we need people like you that are instilling in the youth you got to go out there and do something you can't sit there and just let everything pass you by because if you don't speak up with your voice things aren't going to f- change
1: um, there's our voice yeah for sure i appreciate it
0: yeah of course but we got to get into your name yellow paint of course we know that yellow is the color of happiness, and pain is what you go through. You put the two together, you got yellow paint.
1: Period. Yeah, it just basically means stay strong no matter what. That's all it's about.
0: Yeah, that's that, that's pretty much it. You started rapping, I believe, when you were seven years old. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> you got the interview. You already got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just playing with you. Oh, yeah. uh,
0: but it, but it was your. your cousin, actually, because he was a rapper and you turned to him, you saw that he was getting women. You're like, I want to try this myself.
1: Exactly. That's exactly why.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. No, but growing up though, because I do know that you looked up to many rappers in the game, Nas, Papoose, who were some of those other lyrical rappers that you were tapped in during that time, besides those two that I mentioned, as well as Rakim.
1: Um, Man, I, I was a student of the game. I really like a lot of the old school cats, but like in my era, when um, like probably when I was in my like teens, when I really got into like the lyrics and stuff, I was I was tuned into like uh, Cassidy, Ludacris. Uh, then I, I probably start listening to Meek Mill around like seventeen, but um, so yeah, I kind of move with the times. For I started off like with the people you were saying, like uh, Nas, Rakim, Papoose, and then as the times move, I just kind of you know stay tuned with the uh, the lyrical rappers with with the times. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you feel so, as though that there's something that infiltrated the system in the entertainment industry? Because if you look at the ludicrous commercial that was just on recently, it was a Jeff Peanut Butter commercial. I don't know if you saw it it no, I... <laughs> turned ludicrous into a mumble rapper, and it got me thinking because I'm someone that respects the lyrics, and I respect what you do because yeah. you, you have a message in your music. A lot of the the people today, I don't know, I don't know what they're doing, but the, it's all about party tracks all the time. And we have once you're a, a boom bap, true school New York hip hop head you're always gonna side with the people that like the lyrics, but I'm someone that can see both sides of it, but I usually side with the people with the lyrics and you have the message. Do you think yeah. that there is obviously there's thing, this thing in the industry, it could be a white person that got in the industry and wanted to dumb down hip hop because hip hop was all about that message.
1: You know, that stuff get tricky. You know what I'm saying? Um because from the inception of hip hop to now, there's always been party rappers and there's always been conscious rappers. Even in today's time, mm-hmm. it's a uh, you know uh, a big a ton of party rappers, but then you still got your Kendrick, your J. Cole's, and you know I mean your your Joiners and your Yellow Pains. You know what I mean we we still exist. You know what I'm saying we still around. So I don't think it's too much too much gone. You know what I mean uh, I think it's a it's a nice mixture.
0: Yeah. I, I agree with you on that. I think there are some poets out there because that's what that's what you are as a poet. You actually write down something that you go through to, this is what we have, Yellow Pain. And you're actually a reflection if we think back of Yellow Pain. Friday is the movie that is basically the soundtrack of your life, if you think about it.
1: Yeah, exactly. I I I like to to message Friday because um like I try to tell people Friday in a movie, like uh, you know, it was. It was extreme, poverty situations. You had uh, dope things. You had people uh, shooting. Uh, you know, robberies. You know what I'm saying? Dude yeah. can it was it was an extreme poverty situation, but when we watch the movie, we don't look for that type of you know we don't look for for the sadness in it you know we look for for happiness to laugh you know what I mean and, and you find joy in something that's representing actually hardship and that's kind of like what my music is what I embody is, is hardship or or difficult times but when people look to it they see you know yellow hair they see a, a bright smile and you know they see a happy a happy so that's what
0: it's all about. That is what it's all about. Now get into the whole politics thing, because I know that how you got involved with politics, it was, I believe a relative of yours was running for Congress. And that's yeah. how you got involved with getting involved with politics. Has there been any figureheads of the nineties that have reached out to you such as KRS one Chuck D because you are leading the figurehead of this movement and saying, you know, it's time to take it back to the days of rebel without a pause. 911 is a joke. Did they uh-huh. reach out to you about what you're doing with your movement?
1: I mean, it's been a lot of congratulations. You know what I'm saying, or or more so like people commending me. You know what I'm saying. I was when I first, you know, the song first started blowing up. I was on a uh, a panel with LL Cool J and
0: um, I did see that. I did see that actually.
1: Yeah. So um, and I and I got a lot of con- congratulations and um from you know DMs from a lot of different people. So it's been a lot of uh you know people just telling me like, man, I like what you're doing. So I was happy about that.
0: Mm -hmm. now then there's this thin line that we have here because now everyone's going to know you for the politics thing how do you cross over into the point where people can recognize you oh he does politics and he's got his own thing on the side because if we look at an artist like logic you look at logic everyone's going to look at him for the thing that he did with suicide prevention but people don't really look to the other side as much because of the mainstream stuff that he did logic could really rap.
1: Yeah, even when you talk about somebody like Logic and you say people don't look, we got to assess like who is people um, and then same with me, like Logic has a large fan base, a, you know, a, a consistent following, you know, I got uh, millions of views on songs that have nothing to go. So uh, I think what it is, is just to be consistent and say Stay doing what I'm doing, and um, and I believe in God. I believe in um, and and obviously consistency and execution. And I think in due time, people understand that. Um, you know that was a era, you know that was a moment. And um and obviously I'm always message that because I was very passionate about the subject matter. But um you know just stay tuned. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> now, I
0: do I do got to ask you this. And getting back to the people that reached out to you, did LeBron reach out to you?
1: Uh not personally, but uh his organization. Um they ended up using my vote don't count uh as the official uh theme song to today to their voting campaign.
0: That's big you time.
1: Know? That was yeah, that was super yeah. dope. He posted a snippet of the video on the story, so that was amazing, especially being from Ohio, you know what I'm saying, born and yeah. raised. Now, um, just somebody like that is like a staple, you know, where I'm from. So that was just amazing to see that. that that's it,
0: something that's important that he, because I've heard he braces a lot of artists from Ohio, and I figured that he did embrace you during the, the time when the song was blowing up. But you got your own songs that you're working on right now, the upcoming yeah. project, I'm sure that you're working on. We'll get into all that. But th- there's it. just some things that I want to touch on with, with politics with you, because I think there's some important things that we do have to address in this interview, because it's important, you know, to speak out about things. And I think that this could this could get hairy. If you think of it, how come is it that when you bring up in a room when we're talking about racism, and it's in a room full of white people, mostly racist white people, and it's pertaining to racism, and they say, oh, you're always got to bring up the politics. How come you think that politics and racism become intertwined in conversations like George Floyd, because that has nothing to do with politics. It's strictly racism, in my opinion.
1: Um, racist, George, see, those are like different things. So you say mm-hmm. George Floyd and then you say racism and then you say politics. I think that's, that's definitely separate. Um, when you talk about, uh, when you talk about politics, uh, you, it's kind of difficult because like, when we look at, uh, just the condition of, of, uh, you know, black America, there is a lot of delusional. And I, I don't mean to say it that way, but there's a lot of delusional um, white Americans because they don't live that same reality that we live. Um, and they, and you know, and it's this, this, this kind of this, this thought processes of like, all right, we were poor too. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, and, and since we were poor and we had to do what we had to do to get what we are and we're there, um, there's no excuse for black people and um, it's, it's, it's so. I think that's such a, a horrible mindset because when you have situations like George Floyd, you see that um, you know. Yes, we do start from poverty, but there's a lot of targeting. There's a lot of um, you know, uh, as far as jobs, people might deny you because of your skin color, um, police brutality, um, and just being in certain neighborhoods where it's not a lot of opportunity. You just you kind of see it's a it's a clear difference and. Um, A lot of people who come from, you know, struggling situations that are Caucasian or uh, other races, they don't necessarily want to accept that they have some form of privilege, even if it's even if they don't come from, you know, great beginnings. Mm -hmm.
0: I think that was a, a great point that you made there, especially with the job things that certain people get denied jobs with the job application process when you go to apply for a job or anything that you're applying for in life. Do you agree that when you go on this, these job applications and you see that you have to choose what race and ethnicity you are, do you agree with that?
1: I think it's a, I think I do think that's a little weird. Um, I mean, maybe you might wanna know who you are interviewing, um, but I, I guess it's really not necessarily a point to that. I can't imagine um, what that has to do with somebody. getting Exactly.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly,
0: yeah. Uh, It's crazy. It's just unbelievable. We bring that point up there. It's insane. But, you know, you've done a lot with the the Kamala Harris and Biden campaign. How was your experience with that?
1: Um, Really, the only involvement I had in that campaign was more so vote uh,
0: performing at a
1: yeah, uh, it was like Obama was there and um, a couple other celebrities. And my message was more so just vote. I didn't really have too much of a, a stance in, in which direction. And I still don't really like to express my political views to that capacity. I My main message is, hey, learn your candidates, learn the people that are running and make a decision for yourself. But whatever you do, make a decision because our futures depend on it. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's important because you hear a lot of people, some of these celebrities, such as Kaepernick and you, and which is, which is crazy to me. when Kaepernick was like, oh, sit at home, sit on your vote, because you gotta, you gotta take it like this. In my opinion, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. You have to, you have to vote for the lesser of two evils. (laughs) That's all there is to it.
1: Even aside from that, it's like, I I said this in a lot of interviews, like, regardless if you go or not, there are people who want specific changes, they want specific things. when I say people, I'm not talking about like government or Illuminati or some imaginary people, I'm talking about regular people in your community or if not in your community, the surrounding communities, there's everyday people who show up every election and they vote for the things that they want. And you know, they, they say the people who vote more have more. And you look in the communities that are have higher voter turnouts, they have uh, you know, things in their favor. And then we decide not to vote because things are so bad. And then it's like things are so bad because we don't vote. And we have like power in our hands. So that's why I say listen, if somebody's gonna vote, so would you rather them make the decision for you or you at least have a say in
0: yeah. Yeah. It's important to go out and vote your voice. It's important for everyone's voice to it needs to be heard, but it, dep- it depends on what you're voting for at the same time, because you could be either voting to to help people or you're voting to destroy the, the universe here.
1: Like, uh, one of the ways that I was able to get a lot of people to vote. Um, with the song but even aside from the song it's some people like what's some change you want to see that's what got me into it my cousin hit me with that like what's something you want to see you know and a lot of things we don't even really know that um, there's actually uh, a bill or a law that can be passed for the things that we you know truly need even down to marijuana yeah. you know like legalizing like there's so many different things that can be passed and we just you know, we just think that it's unfair, but it's you know, to an extent, it's kind of fair sometimes. We just don't show up, and that's that's mm-hmm.
0: bad. If you've been watching the news re- recently, do, do you so? Are you someone that stays close to the news? Nowadays?
1: Um, I, I watch it when I'm in the gym. I'm in mm-hmm. the gym. gym. It's, <laughs> to an extent, mm-hmm. but I try to, try not to consume too much television.
0: Yeah, because I was just going to lead me on my next question. If you're watching the media. Mm-hmm. we just we just got you know how to who out of office and it's all of a sudden biden's public enemy number one i'm starting to see the bumper sticker saw a bumper sticker when i left my local dmv today saying bite me biden now do you think that trump could be reelected here in 2024 that's the scary thought because the the media is turning things they want those ratings back and it's a scary thought um
1: I don't know. I don't really know if if Trump could get reelected, but I could see a potential of Biden not not being able to make eight years. But I, I don't think I could see Trump being re-elected. It's just too much, you know, I, I think there is a, a portion of America who who has voted, who did vote for Biden, who might have been voting against Trump, and um and they're not liking the the result of voting for Biden. Um, but I don't think that they wanna run back to Trump. I think they just wanna <laughs> run to
0: <laughs> No, we can't run back to him. Oh, it's I think the nah. world would I think the world would have end would have ended if we I think there would have been a civil war.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I, not- I really I really do. It's well I wanna get back to your music. <laughs>
1: yeah we can talk we
0: here yeah i want to get i want to get back to your music though because someone that you want to work with that's a top goal for you is meek mill that's your number one rapper
1: rapper yeah yeah for sure yeah meek man like when i when i first started tuning into meek i think what was so cool about meek that i didn't really see in the industry is that like I was a little confused as to how he was famous when I first heard him, because everybody had a thing, you know what I'm saying, every artist had a thing, whether it was an ad lib or a certain, you know what I'm saying, type of look or something that just made them, you know, so interesting, you know what I'm saying, that got them in a thing in the game, but Meek, he was just more so famous for just being meek you know what i'm saying like being a regular dude that was just you know what i'm saying talking about the struggle talking about what he went through and um and i think i like that that aspect of it. and even to this day when i listen you know it's so relatable because there's no gimmick in it you know what i mean so that's somebody i want to work with somebody i believe you know when i listen to the music i believe it and i will one day i know it's gonna happen
0: 100 we got to put that out in the air right now it's gonna happen that collaboration yeah. yellow paint meek mill yeah. dream chasers <laughs> yeah. We gotta put that in the air, man. But what was your go to Meek Mill album growing up? Was it was it Dream Chasers three? It was Dream yeah. Chasers three?
1: Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, yeah. Dream Three came out, I think that's when I really got locked in. Like with the uh Lil' Snoop song, I just I felt that, you know, I done lost people too, you know what I'm saying? And I connected to that one and uh really that whole album for real. But um, you know, I like I like more than just that that project, but I think Dreams that was
0: nightmares. Uh yeah,
1: of course that song, you know, like yeah. that's like a, for just anybody chasing something, you know what I'm saying? Um but that specific project dream chasers 3, that was the one. That mm-hmm. was the one that like oh yeah, it's my favorite rapper.
0: Mm-hmm. Championships, how are you feeling about that one?
1: Yeah, I I was happy to be mm-hmm. honest. And like that, you know, when you, it's like, when you are rooting for a sports team, you see your team losing, you know what I'm saying? Like after the whole Drake thing, I was just ready to see, like, like, I know he gonna come back on top. So, you know I mean? It's like, you know, rooting for your team. I was, I was waiting to see it. And then I think championships was that one where it's like, all right, all right, he back. Y'all could, y'all could chill out now. You know what I'm saying? Leave my man alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Meek Mill that collaboration has got to happen. We got to get you on an amen type of flow Meek Mill.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what type what type we might we might have to lock in and do a few just to just to see which one, which one hit the hardest. But but that definitely got to happen.
0: double MG. That's those were the good old days, 100 percent. But I, I'm sure Meek should, is probably going to be releasing something soon. It's been a while. Since, I think he just dropped a new single
1: dropping. He been dropping.
0: Yeah,
1: yep. I, <laughs> it's funny because I, I follow it for like sports like we talking about. Football or something, but it's, it's hip hop. That's
0: crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hip hop, yeah. hip hop is the greatest. It's the greatest genre, and it's isn't it crazy if you look back? Because it's it's something that you know was built off of. Kind of what what we talk about with that real hip hop and that lyrics. It comes from from pain and soul. Yeah. And you look at the '90s, you would think in the '90s because they call that the golden era that hip hop would have been the number one genre. It didn't become the number one genre until three years ago
1: it had to go global too, you know what I'm saying? And, um, I think, I think just, it just like people started to incorporate it into other genres, which, which introduced people who might not have listened to hip hop into hip hop. You know what I mean? Like once hip hop mashed with, you know, rock and roll and it started mashing with country, I think the rest of the world started to want to hear hip hop. Mm -hmm. And,
0: And, and by the way, Nelly was the first one to really do the country hip hop with Tim McGraw. <laughs> Everyone
1: thinks he's Lil Nas X. <laughs> now, I think a lot of people know it's, it's not Lil Nas X though. That's been done that a couple of times. I think, um, I don't even think that was fully country. You know what I'm saying? I think it was country thing, but you know, it was dope though. I thought that was super dope when it came no. out.
0: Yeah. Nelly's Nelly's another one. I feel as though he doesn't get enough credit. He, yeah, he's a central but figure of that early 2000s hip hop.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you got show Melly love. Yeah,
0: but but your era is among us right now, and it's only a matter of time that you you blow up. You got the the publicity in the press. The songs are out there. It's only a matter of time, man, before you really take off with a project here. And another yeah. person you got to work with, yeah. Trippy Red. He was in your DMs.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got I got to work with Trippy Red just off the just off the respect. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I was at a at a low point around 20. 2017, and um, I was dropping videos back to back, like every week. He DM me and said, you know, he's like, "What's your number?" And um, I gave him my number. He Facetime me. He was just telling me, like, "Bro, I went through your page. You dope. I can feel the passion. You know, it was just like a keep going. You know what I mean? But uh, shortly after that, I went viral, like five times back to back. It was just that inspiration. Like, you know, sometimes you don't know if nobody watching, and um, and then somebody, you know hit you up and it just give you that little push that's why i try to respond to a lot of rappers or a lot of fans that me. just remembering that like oh yeah you know you never know what you say to somebody it might change their life You're so right
0: i'm still here because i didn't give up hey, Amen. that's the main thing now <laughs> how, how many years did it take you to go on and on and on until you were to the success of going viral and finally getting that attention that you deserve because you put a, a artist I don't think people really understand what rappers go through. Drake didn't just blow up overnight. You know what exactly. I mean?
1: Exactly. Um, I've been putting out, you know, I've been rapping, like you said, in the beginning. Of this in Since you rapper, were seven. Yeah, I've been putting out videos since I was 13. I done went through three rap names. So even if you go to the very beginning of Yellow Pain, which is probably like 2014, 2015, you still ain't even go to the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I'm not. Release that other rap name. I gotta get some videos off the internet. (laughs) But but yeah, you know it's been a long journey. Um, I've been chasing it, and I I come from Dayton, Ohio. It's a it's a city with no hip hop success, no background, no background success in hip hop. So um, you know, I was kind of just creating a path out of nothing. You know what I mean? And um, but we're here now.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. And you got to look back at no excuse
1: yeah <laughs> no
0: excuse that's
1: that's what it is you know what yeah. i mean um even back then i was not i hadn't been viral yet when i made uh my album no excuse but uh it was more so like my own uh i got to decline i'm sorry oh it's all good now i got a call. i'm sorry oh. <laughs> but yeah i was uh shooting my own music videos i was engineering myself and i think that was just my message at the time like there's no excuse.
0: oh you're good you're good
1: (laughs) I keep getting this uh the call but I meant to put it on do not disturb but yeah I was shooting my own music videos I was uh, audio engineering, doing my own graphics. I was doing like everything that a hip hop artist would need from somebody. I was doing it myself and I just felt passionate, like, all right, there's no excuse. Like I I'm doing all this. I, you know, started with $0 and I'm even making money off of these different services of stuff that I had to do for myself. So I just, I wanted to push that message. And even to this day, though, that's not the project I'm pushing right now. It's still the, the motto. like no excuse It's not one no
0: and you can't make one and that's what you do you're grinding out here and then you're working you're working your way up to the top and that's what you got to do yeah and just just keep going with it every day because i I, like i said i don't think people realize the the hard work that artists put in i think they think that oh here comes one song but that one (laughs) song is probably a thousand it's probably a thousand songs at that point (laughs) exactly
1: 300 song be you know what I'm saying your first song the people yeah exactly yep
0: mm. something that I admire about you and I think that's why you're on the path to success too is that you're creating your own brand and your own image yellow is the new black that EP sure. that you just dropped yeah. that's you that's you're saying I'm here yellow yeah. is the new black I'm here exactly
1: that was that was me establishing myself you know what I'm saying um in the midst of everything going on uh with like the voting and stuff in November, it was really like, uh, you know, like, like I'm here, you see what's going on, but just, I want y'all to know like what I stand for. and, And that, you know, that aside from that, like, I'm a hard worker, like listen to Listen to what I came, you know, what I came from and where I'm at now, and that's always been a message, you know what I'm saying. For the most part, I always try to message hard work, even like how you said, no excuse. That was 2015, and even to Yellow is the new black, and to what I'm, you know, going to be putting out pretty soon. Um, it's always been the same message, like you know, work hard, and you know that it can happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Like Benny said, on burden of proof, mm-hmm. last year was about branding. This one's about expanding.
1: <laughs> oh, that's
0: hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what you're doing, man. Yeah. yeah, you're you're setting the goals. Yeah, yeah. I know COVID has limited some performances, but do you have anything lined up for this year at all?
1: Um, right now, more so just trying to lock into the videos, man. Um, I'm gonna definitely be. Uh, I'm gonna do probably a a show for like a album release. Uh performance or whatever and then i probably really lock in on tours next year right now i got some crazy concepts some crazy music videos ideas that i can't wait to share with the world that i just know already just because of you know that god put the the, the subject matters on my heart and just the fact that um it's just creative and i just feel it that i know um is gonna kind of explode a lot and um and just with that, I really want to make sure everything is perfect, you know what I mean? So I'm just really focused on the music and the videos right now.
0: Mm-hmm. I know you're going to be having them coming out soon, but we got to get into your your latest one, Hold My Faith and Praying for Love Too, you know, we got to get into those because the music video, that was crazy. That one was, that one, you had a lot of revenge in that video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I think um, after the voting and everything, I think um, I got a lot closer to God. I think um, I started to make more money than I ever made in my life um, around the voting area. And I think I started to lose myself a little bit mentally and emotionally. I had a lot of rage and anger and arrogance. And I just didn't like what I was seeing. So um, so I started to make a, a few songs just really messaging, just like my journey getting closer to God. Yeah?
0: Mm-hmm. Now, what would be some advice that you would give to artists in following God? Because it's rare to see artists praise God. You never hear that.
1: Yeah. Um, to, to give somebody advice, and, and, and one thing I, I like to tell people is something that I was afraid of, not afraid of but i thought i would be bored out of my mind by it it's like reading the bible because when you think about the bible especially when you're younger you just automatically think like thou shall he they you know those those real like pre words but um but as you get older and you start to read into it especially the book of proverbs which is my favorite book in the bible it's a lot of very very practical practical like laws just for life you know what i'm saying like uh it's just you know stuff about working hard and and not sleeping um it's, it's it's even things just like i think it was proverbs uh 13 and 3 and proverbs 29 11. those are just like uh scriptures to tell people to uh just like like hold your tongue, like not to speak as much as, you know what I mean? Like to not be a fool by over, over talking and, 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 and raging your anger. You know, it says that fools vent their anger and a wise person quietly holds it back. So that's something that's very simple. Something you can adapt into your everyday life is just don't vent your anger. You get mad and you want to go to social media. You want to go call somebody on the phone and but such and such just happened like Quietly hold it back, internalize that. And you know, just simple uh principles like that. I think just the Bible really. So anybody that wanna get closer to God, I say start with the book of Proverbs. It's very simple and practical. And um, it give you some some basic necessities for life, basic principles.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, Now, are you signed with someone currently right now? Or are you independent fully?
1: No, I'm independent right You're now. Independent. Yeah, I got management, but I don't I'm not signed to
0: it. You're not signed. That's good. Has has there been deals that have come across already? Yeah. I'm sure there were. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Even still. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You think you're better off just staying independent as of right now? Because I feel as though every artist I talk to nowadays, they feel as though you got to really have that bag for me and it's gotta be a legit deal. You can't give me something where you take my publishing away and I have nothing in 10, 20 years.
1: Yeah, I think the type of deal, um, you know, I think that's that's major. And then also, you know, it, it's just you gotta be careful when it when you have a a mission like the one I do, you know, when you're really trying to uh shake the world, you know what I mean? Um you just don't want to get stopped in the process of that when you really trying to you know put certain messages out and somebody just bashing you in the air with we need a club song we need a club song it's like listen this is on my heart this is what i want to put out right now you know my spirit is telling me to put that i just can't afford to for somebody to start to control and re-message my whole my whole mind like i got i got i'm not just a rapper you know and i'm not saying like i'm not a rapper i'm an artist i'm saying like like i'm not just a rapper i'm a, a like a motivational speaker. I'm a brother. I'm a, I'm a son. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a friend, you know what I mean? Like I'm a community actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And you, and you bring up the points of that you, you rap about what you're feeling. We've, we've brought this up before. And the people go that are in your ear, we want the party record. We want the party record. And we've always had the party records. You made that point in the beginning, a hundred percent. And I agree with that. We always have, we've always had the, the party records in the nineties, the eighties, but, went across the full board. Have we just it's just party time 24 seven, because don't you want to have time throughout the day that you just want to reflect on what's going on in your life what's going on around you because life isn't always a party. Exactly.
1: And then the thing is, it's like you want to like you don't have to get everything from everybody. You know, what I'm saying like some artists you can they they are very broad and you can get a lot of things but you still would never get taylor swift from meek mill you know what i'm saying like you just won't get it from that artist so it's like when you try to push something um on somebody it is it's kind of bad because you're taking them don't get me wrong don't get me wrong uh it's good to be it's good to be versatile but uh, but you definitely don't want to just lose lose yourself trying to chase a trend or chase was popular you know what
0: i mean mm-hmm. oh you got that right man 100 percent. if you were to go on a versus with someone right now with your discography who do you think would you would be best matched up against a versus
1: mm-hmm. uh i don't i don't think i'm ready for a versus you're ready yet. for a versus <laughs> i mean i got I like you know as far as like you know if you was to go into a versus basing it off of you know, the quality or how good your music sound or, or good music.
0: It doesn't even have to, it doesn't have to big, I'm not, I'm not telling you all you gotta go up against Nas. No, no, no. Like someone that you feel as though that, you know, personally in your life or just any artist you think that you would be a good matchup based on your music content.
1: Yeah. I I wouldn't do that. You You know what I'm saying? Like if it was like a lyric battle, like if I did a rap battle or something, I'd go against anybody, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Of course. My hits against somebody else and say I don't even got a, a a strong enough discography for that, but I mean my music, I you know I'm confident in it, but we gotta get some some platinum joints first. You gotta
0: cause. get some platinum, and, and that yeah. and that's gonna be coming soon. Are you gonna be linking with some major producers in the game for those platinum records?
1: Yeah, most yeah. definitely. My new EP that I'm releasing uh, very soon is is executive produced by Manny Fresh, so you know that's like. You know, that's hip hop legend and we got some crazy joints together, like some crazy joints. So y'all got to be in for that.
0: (laughs) Congratulations on that. And how was it working with him in the studio? Because that is a hip hop legend as you just referenced.
1: Man, I think that the most astounding thing we're working with Manny Fresh is that you don't really know how musical Manny Fresh is. Like when you, uh, well, I'm not going to say you don't in a sense of, everybody uh, because people in the industry know he got a lot of different, you know, hands in different places. But just, you know, growing up hip hop, you just know the the cash money records and you just automatically assume like, oh, okay, Um, you know, it's going to be like some, you know, boom bap or whatever, but I, you know, he's a legend, so let's rock with it. But nah, he's so, he's so tuned in, even just for listening purposes, he just be, just, just jamming out to R&B and you know what I mean? He keep guitarists and pianists around and um, he's just so musical. So that was super dope. That was like one of the most musical experiences I've ever been a part of is, you know, sitting in a studio with Manny first. So that was dope.
0: Huge, That that's huge for your career too. Congratulations on that. You got some Pretty big good. things on the way. You've worked Thank with you. a few R&B artists, Seven. She, was, yeah. she did the record with you, of course. Thank Who's master. an OG? R&B singer that you would love to have on a track?
1: OG R&B singer? Uh, uh, I don't know. When you say OG, I think like Mary J. Blige. Yeah, I'm I was going to think.
0: give you 90s, I'm yeah.
1: Crazy Joy with Mary J. Blige. <laughs> she, she did a lot of music with a lot of hip hop artists, you know what I'm saying? And and I feel like she just bring like that, that authentic, you know, like that hip hop where you just really going in, she bring them tracks to life. So i love to do a track with Mary J for sure. That'd be crazy.
0: You, you could go on and on with those tracks. Lil' Kim.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, oh, on and on and on and on. But yeah, that, that's, that's major though. Mary J Blige.
1: Yeah, I, I do a Mary J joint for sure. I do that in the RB. Crazy.
0: Yeah. Now for the newer wave, because we, we know Trippy Red, Meek Mill, but who's someone that's new and emerging that may be in your, in your class growing up here i um, that you're looking at that, man. I think we worked good together in the studio. Um,
1: one thing I think a lot of people are going to learn about me, probably not super soon, but is, uh, but definitely as, as I get more cemented into the game is that like, even though I have a lot of heavy messages in my hip hop, I, I really, I'm really like multi-genre, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I'm not, really a, a big, big R and B fan like that. You know what I'm saying? Um I'm more so which you know like I love black music, but um just even just like when I'm just you know vibing out I like to listen to like a lot of pop and, and country. So uh Florida Georgia line is you know they're not necessarily just emerging like they've been cemented but I want to work with them. Uh Taylor Swift, that's my dream feature. And um yeah, and I, I know that's gonna happen one day, cause cause I, I done prayed about it. Like, yes, yeah, so <laughs> that, that's my dream feature. Um, and um, and really, uh, uh, I like a lot of the new uh pop singers too, like Olivia Rodrigo. I remixed one of her joints. I thought it was super catchy. She just got a uh a VMA the other wow, night. Last so. night. Yeah. Yep. So that was dope. So yeah, you know, I'm I'm gonna be be jumping around genres. So y'all gonna see that.
0: That that's. That's good for you, man. That's 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 major because not everyone dies out outside their genres. And Taylor Swift, you bring up Taylor Swift. Yeah. And, you know she's she's known for some hip hop controversy being tangled in there with the whole Kanye thing. Yeah.
1: But yeah, she, she don't really do a lot of rapper features either. I think she no. did. A
0: she B. did one with Kendrick.
1: Yeah, Kendrick, and she did one with B. O. B. Like way back in the in the G. But she don't really do a lot of hip hop features. So. So that'd be dope to even just see. And then I think the way I'm up, I would come, you know, I, I would attack a track with, with Taylor. I think it'd just be a whole different vibe. it will happen though.
0: Yeah, it, it's gotta, it's it's gotta happen. You know, you're working towards this, you see what you've achieved already going viral five times, getting noticed by all these people. I don't think you would have, you know, if you look back at 2015 on that album, you you wouldn't even imagine what you're doing right now.
1: Yeah, it's like you dream about it, and you know that you won't stop unless it happens. But especially as time passed, years passed. Like I, I thought I was gonna be, you know, when you were a kid, you allow you, uh, you life don't hit you enough for you to lose how dilute like delusional. So I was like seven years old, and I was hearing Bow wow say, "I'm the flash dude walking around junior high school," and I'm thinking, like, when I'm in junior high school, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be like biggest wow and then junior high school. Pass, and then high school pass and then you do some college and that pass and you like, yo, I might really not make it, you know what I'm saying? And then that delusional, like imaginary, like I'm gonna be big, you know, it starts to fade, but I think that also kick you into gear. Like now nah, I gotta, I gotta go harder. So, um, so yeah, that's that.
0: Yeah. And it's key just to keep going harder each day and, and you got it from here, man. And I look at your music videos, you thought about getting in the movies at all. And I'm talking, you don't even gotta be an actor because you can, you got yeah. a personality hundred percent, but I think what you do behind the camera, cause I feel as though you do orchestrate these music videos, am I correct? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I feel as yeah. though
0: you can get into directing.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely would do that. Uh, like yeah. every video feel like a movie. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It does. But like, even the scripts and stuff is like I, I, like, I really type them out and put pictures with it and stuff. Like it's a movie, um, like a movie script. So um, I would love to do that. And I'm sure I will, it's just, you know, a movie that's like something you really got to put a lot of time into and a lot of energy so i will definitely do that one day for sure it's not even like i might like i will definitely yeah. you know, definitely get into movies one day i have a, a love for
0: it yeah it's i can i can tell based on the music videos it's quality content It it's not just something put together on an iphone you take your time with it and you know that that's how you got to be in this day and age And You know, I see you doing something like what Ice Cube did, Boys in the Hood and Friday, and going to his lane with movies, you know? Exactly, yeah, I'm with it, I'm with it. That's classic though, man, but I'm sure that you have an apparel line lined up for Yellow is a New Black, because I feel as though that should be your tagline.
1: Yellow is the New Black, I I, I love that. I didn't think about putting it uh, as an apparel line. I mean, we got the merch, you know, the shirts that say Yellow is Mm -hmm. the New Black, but that's crazy, I like that, I like that. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's gonna be, that would be crazy if it comes out too, cause your fans will go nuts.
1: Yeah, so yeah.
0: yeah. And how does it feel yeah, to have a hundred of fans? And even, cause they don't even gotta be on social media. These are people that can just go on YouTube and watch your video, especially than the younger audience. How does it feel to have all these millions of viewers and fans that support you, man?
1: Man, it's it's unbelievable. And I think the more like, 'Cause you you envision this stuff, you know, like you see it and, and you you witness it, you witness other artists get get it. And you even stand outside and watch other people take pictures and sign autographs and you like dang, one day that that'll be me. And um you start thinking about how you'll react or what you are gonna say to the kids, you know what I mean? Like you just start practicing it, like stay in school, you know what I mean? Like this is way before it happened. So um when it actually happened, it man, it hit so different every single time. And um at times sometimes I be having to wear my Durag because people get long winded when I be just trying to grow <laughs> shit. So I do see like some of the like oh it could get it could get uh you know, I could see how celebrities, you know, I used to be like, how could you ever get tired of fans running up to you and want pictures? And I'm like, oh okay, I do see, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh-huh. like, I got, like I put something it, like, you know what I mean? But um but no, nah, man, I love
0: it, bro. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Sure. That it's a, it's a crazy experience, but yeah. yeah you
1: know. I'm, I'm blessed to be on the other side of
0: it. For sure. Yeah. hundred percent, man. And is there anything else you would love to tell the audience here tonight, man, anything else you got coming up, man? You, know? you got the new project, Manny fresh. You just announced that's that's huge. Congratulations on that. You got the visuals out now, the newest singles we covered, we covered everything pretty much.
1: Yeah, man. Like, Bro, like really, I want y'all to tune in to the, to the EP with Manny Fresh. It's called me and my team going back and forth between image and images. We, 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 have, we like this with it, but I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to settle with images, uh, executive produced by Manny Fresh. Um, that's going to be out very, very soon. So make sure y'all tune in. Um, we got a lot of crazy concepts, amazing videos. Y'all, y'all just gotta listen, listen, I'm telling you, and I don't even like to hype stuff up but I really got some some dope concepts coming out so man anybody that's a fan or not a fan is just tuning in to my man um you know y'all yeah, in for a treat yellow pan
0: hundred percent man and i want to thank you for coming on the show and and everything that you're doing out here because we needed your voice for the good there's there's too many Candace owens and we don't need that we don't need that right now. <laughs> And, and and we we need more rappers speaking out in, the, in their lyrics and not being afraid. We need the public enemy rap back. And, when, and that's you, Yellow Pain, you carry on the tradition of important hip hop, what messages in which KRS-One spread back in the day. We need that. And you're doing that to the fullest with your music and carrying on the tradition and showing the way to the youth and hopefully they follow in your path.
1: Appreciate it. Yeah, most definitely. That's what it's all about at the end of the day. You know, we want to be stars and we want love and support, but once you get past like a kid and you grow up, you realize like, you know, it's responsibility that come with being a celebrity. And it's like, what are you, what are you doing this for? You know what I'm saying? What's your purpose to just look good? You know what I mean? Like I flexed on my, you know, my high school friends, you know, the first time I went viral, <laughs> you know what
0: I'm I flex right there too. Now, do you regret it? <laughs> do you regret that? Because there have been times with, with what I've done in, in college radio, I felt like, yeah, where are you now? I was the kid in the corner and now you're the kid in the corner. How did that feel now? No,
1: it, it, it I'm not gonna lie. You know, that's a great feeling, but you can't <laughs> you, you get caught in that. You know what I'm saying? Because you'll always be trying to prove to people because it's always going to be somebody saying something like, oh, he fell off.
0: One hundred percent
1: biggest moment, oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, or even once you as big, you know, you got people that, that still discredit Drake, like, oh, he not black enough, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, and look how how many accolades he has. So you can't just be, you, your mind can't, you have to have a bigger reason for why you do it. Generational wealth is a reason why I'm sure a lot of rappers do it. But then with me, you know, even the messages and the, and the lives that I could change on my music, people I could bring closer to God, the families that I, you know, can, can speak, I can use my voice, to change somebody's relationship with their mom or relationship with their kids. You know, like that's, to me, that's way more, way more valuable than just the stuff that I can get from, you know what I mean? Or the people I can I can show off to, you know what I
0: mean? And we get that from your content and your music. You can check them out on all platforms. YouTube, check out the visuals most importantly, but secondly, go download the music. Don't stream it, download it. I still download music. I'm, I'm old school. That's love. That's love.
1: Yeah,
0: for sure. <laughs> and, I, and I have your your songs in the rotation for you too, man. Because, you know, with my with my movement that I'm doing right now, you know, I give back to the artists, especially the ones that come on the show and, and, and show support. And I'm going to continue to push what you've got going here because I support your movement, most importantly, and what you're doing.
1: Very, you I appreciate you, bro.
0: No doubt. Listen, man, when, when you drop that new album, I'm going to get that in the rotation for you. You know, you're always welcome back. Appreciate
1: it. Yeah, you already know. We'll be back.
0: A hundred percent, man. I want you to enjoy the rest of your night and, and take care, man. I'm going to be sending you the link to the interview, too, if you want to, whatever you want to do it, if you want to share with your friends, whatever.
1: Yeah, for sure. I do that. Appreciate
0: you. I appreciate you, Yellow Pain. I want you to enjoy the rest of your night. Take care. And let, and, and also, before I think, did we say where we could follow they could follow you on Instagram and Twitter? At Yellow Pain? We can't forget that. that. Is-
1: Yeah, so follow me at Yellow Pain, no W, just Y-E-L-L-O-P-A-I-N, and that's across all platforms, no underscores, none of that fancy stuff, just Yellow Pain, tune in. Yellow
0: Pain, and and get used to him because he's going to be making the freshman double XL list 100% in the near future. Make sure you stay tuned, stay in tapped in with him because he's got a great movement going. Yellow Pain, I want to thank you again and enjoy the rest of your night, man, and take care, man.
1: I appreciate it, you too, bro.
0: Yeah, Uh, peace.